0: They bully me in school, I complained. Just focus on your studies, you advised. When I failed all subjects that year, as my fault, the issue was disguised. She confessed she liked women. You didn't accept her for what she is. Forced to marry a man, life ruined. You won't take the blame for this. I can't do jwe he confessed. But we paid for the coaching, Dad complained. Three failed attempts later, when he lost hope, the tag failure he gained. You've become fat. Start dieting, they nagged. She told herself, they're not wrong. Obeying advice, dieting excessively, eating disorders came along. I think I'm depressed, he confessed. There's no reason to be, was what he heard. Months later, when he took his own life, what happened to him? They wondered. Hello and welcome back to Social Migraine. I'm Rosita DeMello, your host for this podcast. And this is the second part of my second episode, which is a continuation of my conversation on mental health with my guest Natasha Singh. In the last part, I narrated a beautifully written story on depression and we discussed a few aspects of it. This part is one of my personal favorite ones, so I hope you enjoy listening to more of our conversation. Still in like a huge part of the world and including especially India, I think, and let alone including especially India, it's really really stigmatized. Yeah, so it's it's going to be difficult to open up about it and get help unless people start accepting it as an actual issue. They yeah. treat it as seriously, if not more seriously than any kind of physical illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not it's not just about treating it as a physical illness because this takes. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's right to say this, but I think it takes more effort for a mental illness. Than it takes to a physical one. Like to cure a physical illness. Because this is something that you have to consistently keep working on. For the rest of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. A physical illness over time will heal. Right. Like a wound or a bruise. Plus physical illness is like more researched on. I think. Uh, Yeah. And you know there are more medicines available. And there's like proper like they'll give you these chemicals and to counteract whatever is happening and then your symptoms and stuff and then you're more likely to be okay because physical illness you can see the improvement happening that's one very important thing like you can't see the symptoms you can't even see the improvement at times and that can be so disheartening when you're going to therapy or something and trying to get you know sometimes you're like if i i'm living in a If I have like anxiety or something, I'm going to have bad days. And then when I have good days and, you know, the next day is bad again, you just feel like you're not making any progress. And it can can be like you can have multiple good days and you'll be like, yeah, I made improvement. Mm -hmm. I have grown. But then that one small trigger that will hit you and you will go back into the entire wormhole. It it, it just feels like you're never going to come out of it even after trying so hard. And that's so disheartening and it's so demotivating at times it just like there is nothing that can beat that I think like it It just it's just so annoying <laughs> I don't know what to say it's just so annoying that that can happen to you even after working so hard for a mental illness that is pretty common as compared to a physical one right you know if you talk if you speak about like mental illness and physical illness then physical illness there are so many physical illnesses that bring along mental illnesses with them especially the life-threatening ones yeah if you're if you know that you're about to die can you imagine the toll on a person's mental health when they realize that they're about to die and all of that medicine of course if what the kind of illnesses where you're about to die like you know diseases like cancer or yeah. aids or even covid these things as covid like when you're really really serious with covid like really really bad and or even when one of our family members has it something like that yeah. and the whole treat the first of all the whole treatment process i've seen it twice or thrice happen in the family personally and I know how horrible it can be the the toll on everybody's mental health it is ho- it's it's the worst feeling ever it's the worst feeling to feel okay it's the worst feeling to feel because knowing that somebody you love is about to die this is going to be no more and you're struggling it's like it's like somebody doesn't know swimming and you push them into the water like it's struggling you're trying to grasp something and you're trying you're trying to stay afloat but you know that at the end of the day, i want going to drown and die. So that is so horrible. And, the, you know, because of the whole, like, if you look at something like cancer, the whole chemotherapy and, you know, the hospital bills and taking care of the person and all the symptoms and everything that comes with it. People often forget that there's a mental health aspect, like you're draining yourself. It is the worst condition that your brain can be in because there is so much pain that you're trying to suppress because you know you have to take actions now you're struggling you're grabbing hold of every single like you know even the last few straws and just trying to do something about the situation but you know it's beyond your control and that can be so so bad on your mental health yeah that can affect you so bad and i but everybody around i've got this concept yeah And I've heard this concept about, you know, when people have terminal illnesses, they also send them for therapy because that is so important. You need to take care of your brain along with your body because the body is going to, you know, take away. Because there are so many people who once they learn that they have a terminal disease, they just choose to end their lives. Yeah. Because they're tired of fighting this constant battle that, oh my God, death is near. When is it going to come? Now my life is just uh reverse countdown like reverse count countdown is reverse okay my life is just a countdown to death and you know the timer is shorter than everybody else's life is just a countdown to death but that's depressing in general but for these people it's coming earlier i'm sorry why did i make a joke when i'm talking about this okay yeah it's important see that also is you know even the, the very fact i'm like I'm I'm psychoanalysing your comments now. Basically even you making a joke is um you trying to cope up with the emotion of it. Hmm, true, probably. It's like it's necessary to take care of your you know, you it's when you're taking care of yourself it should include everything, not just your physical body. Mm-hmm. Especially the people who believe that, oh, when we die our body stays here and our soul goes to heaven. Then take care of that soul, dude, if that is what's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. And after that, for the rest of eternity, then take care of that soul. Have self-care days. And, you know, if you feel like something is wrong, if you either talk to somebody, just talk to somebody. So, so important. Don't stay alone. Do not suppress your feelings, whether it, especially if you're a guy, guys have this thing of, like, suppressing their feelings and acting like, i mm, I'm all tough. <laughs> like, it's okay, I'm not going to cry. That, again, is like inbuilt because of our society. Our very, very Indian, very, very traditional society. Yeah, I spoke about that in the last episode as well. So, it's like guys are told not to cry and stuff like that. So, But it's important, and and you know girls have this thing where you know girls are a little talkative with each other They're, and they get personal no but guys are just gonna be like bro ha, ha 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 look at that chick so hot something like they just make these baseless senseless jokes and i i think guys have uh you know issues getting you know speak about their emotions with each other it's like that's you know they have to they think it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly what I was gonna say. I was just gonna say that, like, even the slightest bit bit of emotion is mm. gay, and I'm like, no, gay is not what mm. that is. Please know. do not. <laughs> this is again, you know, the entire misunderstanding of words that we were speaking about depression and all. Yes, Same thing yes. all over again. Like, I don't think a guy can go to another guy and be like, "Dude, I need a hug," except the guy being like, "Yo, what." <laughs>
1: Exactly, but it's so gay. That's what they've been
0: told. It's so gay. A hug is gay. Like, no, it's not. The very, you know, that very thing. The very thing where. Imagine a world where guys can go and hug another guy without having to be called gay or being called a girl for that matter. And hug is not like, you know, when you're happy and all, of course you hug, but when you just need a hug, sometimes you just need. You need human that physical touch. touch. You need it sometimes. Yeah, and that you're is not okay. You're gay. It's okay. It's okay to have bad. It's okay to feel sad. And it's okay to want to share it with somebody. Yeah, that is a very, very important thing. Like you said, it's okay to have emotions. That is something that we have been taught not to have. So, yeah. So, okay. So, I remember this dialogue, okay, from Dear Zindagi. Do you remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes so in that movie sharukh khan says that um, i don't remember the exact exact word dialogue okay? um mm. he says something along the lines that um when we are when we cry when when we are feeling sad we're not allowed to cry when we are feeling mm. angry we're not allowed to scream or shout or hit and when we are like you know having all these emotions running through rushing through us we're not allowed to express it because of which when we are told to love somebody it does not come out because we have not been taught how to do that mm-hmm. so that is something that he said like the entire the entire thing of not being allowed to feel something that is because the society has told us that you are not supposed to cry in front of people and even for women for that matter i have found mm-hmm. i have found so many people who told me um You know, you're not supposed to cry in front of people because then they'll think that you're weak. You're weak. Mm -hmm. But crying is an emotion. Sadness is an emotion. And if you do not feel that, you're not human. Sorry. You're just not human. You're an alien come from a terrestrial planet. I do not know of your existence. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, talk a little about myself. Now that you said that you're not supposed to cry in public. I'm like an example about how I really don't care where I cry because this one time <laughs> already funny okay this one time what happened was I was in I was in Andheri okay mm-hmm. and I had to travel back home and I I was so I had to go take a train so it was through Kurla mm-hmm. so I was traveling and stuff and then I was at Kurla station I mean, and I was so done with the crowd there. Oh my God, I was so done with the crowd. Plus, there was a 6 o'clock mass that I had to reach for. And it was about 5.30, 5.40, 5.30 or 5.45 when I was still in kurla And I couldn't take a train because the trains were overcrowded. This was way before COVID, clearly. The people were hanging out of trains and there were so many people in the station. There were so many people in the station. And nothing really happened to me. Like, nobody misbehaved or something. But I was just so done. In the middle of the station, I started sobbing. Like, I was alone. And I started sobbing like a crazy woman. And then the thing is, the thing about Mumbai, so beautiful. Nobody cares everybody just went about their day like mm-hmm, this girl just crying in the middle of the station it's fine no just, i was just friendly. going to ask you that did anybody come and tell you to like stop crying or nobody, what happened? nobody even noticed nobody even looked at me and that is what i love about mumbai that you can have a mental breakdown in the middle of the station nobody's going to care whether this is, if that's a good thing or bad thing you decide but like little nobody cares. and I'm calling my mom and I'm like I'm staying here I'm, I can't get out of here I can't get I, I felt like I was eternally trapped inside last station and I was just crying there and crying I was there were tears out of my eyes and and then my mom is just like why are you crying what happened and then I'm like nothing and then she's like Can somebody do something I said no She's like, "Why are you crying in the station?" And then I said, "I don't know," and I'm just crying like a bad woman. So that's what I remembered. So if I can cry in in Kurla station in the middle of nowhere, you cry in front of your guy friend, and you can exactly. tell him your problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you made a new quote. If I can cry in in at Kurla station in front of everybody, you can cry mm-hmm. in front of your best yeah. friend. Yes. And he will not call you a girl or gay for that matter? Yeah. it's not, If he does, then he's not your true friend. True homies don't do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it sucks that we live in a world where we are not allowed to express emotion. Mm, true. True that. And Not only really that, but think about it this way. What even is life if not emotion? If you do not get to experience excitement, if you do not get, get to experience passion or love or hate or anger or sadness or happiness, then what even is life? Mm. And you're you're suppressing all of that because of society. <laughs> that that sounds dumb to me, really. Uh, as we're talking about the importance of, you know, mental health i i have a few facts because i say facts because people should think i'm smart <laughs> <laughs> i cried the same joke last time i you, you can clearly see how many brain cells i function on in my day to day life oh. <laughs> well go on okay. so a research report suggests in the year 2017 million people had mental disorders in India, including 45.7 million with depressive disorders and 44.9 million with anxiety disorders. A 2011 World Health Organization-sponsored study found that 36% of Indians suffered from a major depressive episode within their lifetime. This means that India has the most number of people in the world who suffer from some form of depression at some point in their lives and this unbelievable and heartbreaking fact around eight lakh people die of suicide every year the world health organization said this equates to one every 40 seconds what and that's despite global progress in preventing suicides What? 40 seconds Yes, one person every 40 seconds commits suicide. And people still think that, uh, people, oh God, oh God, speak about suicides, don't even get me started on people's reaction to suicides about how they say that, oh, coward, problems Like, we don't have any problems in our lives. We don't go around committing suicide. Like, dude, you don't know anything about that person's life and what the person went through in their day-to-day life. And so easily, you're just calling the person a coward. God, it it, it gets okay. on my nerves when people call side an act of, you know, cowardice or like... Even this uh, Sushant Singh Rajput case for that matter? Yeah, which, I was going to speak about that only. So many people just went and, you know, blamed things on him. like yeah, calling that's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He did not have so the right at the to... Look condition decide. of India. Look at the condition of India this guy he was he was like depressed and even his therapist okay i've even written what the therapist will say which i'll come in come to in a short time Mm -hmm. instead of acknowledging the fact that this guy suffered with serious mental illnesses even though he looked so happy on the outside this should have sparked a debate this should have opened gates to a discussion about mental health but no The the extent these people went to just so they could ignore this topic and, you know, everything else, every other controversial topic they brought into this discussion only so they could refuse to acknowledge. Even his own family refused to acknowledge that he was suffering with a mental disorder. They went to all extents just so they could avoid speaking about how their son or how this particular actor who was like so handsome and, you know. So, he yeah, was so always happy. Always keep everybody. Everything in life. Yeah. And how he spread joy everywhere he went. Inside, he was suffering. With a mental illness. They refused to acknowledge it. And these, I don't know, these thanks to Kangana North and these SSR warriors. This just turned into some kind of circus at the end. Which is still going on. And it disgusts me at this point. Everybody has cashed in on this boy's death. and he, And nobody is speaking about how he was actually suffering. And his girlfriend was helping him by taking him into a therapist and trying to make him feel better. She was... I don't even get me started on how she was treated. I was just... I don't know what to say about this. It's just insane how these people can, you know... I think at the end of the day, it is only because they... Like, the parents, for that matter, cannot believe that their child was, you know, according to them, weak or coward, was a coward. And he he decided to end his life because he couldn't take something. Or, and or how either. blind can you be? God, how blind can you be? Because even his therapist said that he was suffering with bipolar disorder. And Rhea, like his girlfriend, was nothing but supportive. Even doctors at AM said that it was a suicide. But people still consider themselves to be, you know, more knowledgeable and say that, oh, no, he was murdered. And the professionals are tell you, you know, speak about the issue that has to be addressed you know stop with your bollywood drama and circus and arresting people for like a few grams of weed that is pathetic even like uh, talking about his drug abuse problem and everything what is wrong with people dude what they can't think straight what is what is happening like what 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 are they thinking in their brain to even come up with these you know idea and end of the day it just proves him right you know he was scared to come out and speak about his issues and people are proving it right because look now that people even heard of it they went insane and they were like oh this is this doesn't make sense how can he be depressed there are th- the number of times people say that how can he be depressed have you seen his pictures he was smiling he was achieving his dreams he was traveling and he was at such a good point in his career. He was doing amazing films and things like that. How can he be depressed? That no, she, she you know, his girlfriend was a gold digger. She took everything from him. And they want to blame it on everything else except the mental illness. Yeah. They're struggling to find for a real person to blame it on. It's just messed up. Because now, if you go to see, there is, there is not going to be anybody else who will be willing to come out and say that. I'm exactly. suffering from this because of the way the society has just yes. reacted. It just, it just messed up because this one small little situation, because it dialed out to be so big of a controversy, there are going to be so many other people, like there are going to be so many people's lives who will get affected because of this situation. And it's not even related. It's only because people cannot believe that somebody has a mental, mental illness. They cannot just mm-hmm. get that in their head that that is a possibility and that is something that can, that can happen to people it just it's just insane the 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 narrow mindedness of this entire situation just makes me so angry like I am so passionately angry about this and oh, it just it's just insane dude how can people think like this how how I don't understand how it's it's that only It's like start speaking about it start speaking about mental illnesses that it happens to people let people come out it's very very difficult it's very difficult to step forward and say that you know i'm suffering with this hello i hope you picked up something from our conversation so far and i'm waiting for you to join us on the next part